Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Rundown, presented by the Minnesota Daily. I'm your host, Nolan O'Hara. This Sunday, there was a bit of shocking news that the Gophers women's hockey team didn't get selected for the NCAA tournament for the first time um, under head coach Brad Frost. So we're here to discuss it. I have uh, Matt Kennedy, who's covered the team all season for us here. Um, Matt, how's it going? Good. For sure. Well, um, you know, definitely wanted to ask you, you know, we read, I read your story, obviously, that uh, after the selection show um, that the team left out and they seemed pretty shocked about it as well. You know, Frost got that text from Colgate's coach saying, see you next week. And uh, and sure enough, he won't be seeing him next week. But, um, you know, it's obviously never a guarantee. But how surprised were you when the Gophers didn't get in? Yeah, I was super surprised. You know, I was getting pizza at Frank and Andrea's right by my apartment. And I was watching the live stream. And um, as they were rattling off teams, and when I saw University of Minnesota Duluth at 5, I was like, oh, no, because I knew – University of Minnesota Duluth was you know, ahead of the Gophers. Um, they didn't really have a good shot of getting in. And as the teams kept rattling off and when there was eight teams, that, that was basically it. And uh, I, it was a big shock um, just due to the facts, first of all, that um, the Gophers were 2-0 and against UMD this season. Um, so going off a head-to-head, like Brad Frost said um, in the um, – press conference after the selection show, um, you'd think that the committee would put head-to-head first and the Gophers being 2-0 against the Bulldogs, you'd think they would get in. Right, yeah, because they, yeah, they did beat them twice this year, and you always would think, like, head-to-head is probably the most telling. Um, and, you know, that was kind of the team, UMD was kind of the team everybody was expecting to get left out. You know, the Gophers beat them this year, um, and the Bulldogs lost in the semis, so it's not like they beat Ohio State in the semis and, and made it to the WCHA uh, championship either. They lost in the tournament to um, they lost in the tournament to Ohio State there, um, and it just kind of seemed like the Gophers would get that nod over them. But why do you think the committee did go with UMD over over Minnesota? So why the UMD picked, I mean, why the committee picked UMD over Minnesota was most likely due to UMD's record. UMD was. Um, 11 and five and Minnesota finished the season um, 11 eight and one um, so playing those extra games didn't really actually um, turn out to be in Minnesota's favor um, Minnesota um, in all of their losses lost to um, Wisconsin and they lost to Ohio State who have been consistently in the top three of the country um, and it really doesn't make sense because 2-0 against UMD. And um, UMD didn't play a lot of teams that were at the top of the conference. Um, UMD played Minnesota in a 1-2 game series. They also played Wisconsin and split their 1-2 game series with them. And they played Ohio State and split that series with Ohio State. And the rest of the wins were coming against Minnesota State Mankato, St. Cloud State, and Bemidji State, losing once to Bemidji State. Um, but since they played less games, um, I think the committee just saw the winning percentage and put UMD in. For sure. You look at that. Yeah, it's like almost kind of like the Gophers are getting penalized for playing, you know, the, the top teams. Um, 
you know, that's kind of an interesting thing because, you know, you see it in football sometimes too, like especially in the non-conference uh, right. and, and basketball, people duck uh, opponents and not schedule them. Right. Um, the Gophers didn't do that. They went with the top opponents and, and it kind of didn't work out in their favor. Right, and the Gophers were always playing. Um, they played four games against Wisconsin. They played six games against Ohio State. Um, and they did go two and four against Ohio State. So it makes sense why Wisconsin and Ohio State were put in uh, ahead of the Gophers. But UMD is definitely a head-scratcher, for sure. Right, for sure. Yeah, and yeah, Ohio State and Wisconsin, I mean, obviously the two teams playing in that, you know, WCHA, the four-team playoff there. Um, you know, Wisconsin obviously winning, so it's like you're penalized for the two best pen, playing the two best teams in the conference at extra time. I mean, in the case of Ohio State, tw- two extra times. Um and, you know, it's kind of uh, it's got to be kind of frustrating for the coaching staff and for the players. And it doesn't make any sense either based off the WCHA final faceoff. The Bulldogs lost 7-2 to against Ohio State, while the Gophers lost 5-3 to against Wisconsin, uh, which was a pretty close game throughout, and it was a one-goal game. And besides a um, mistake by Lauren Bench going for a puck outside of the crease and behind the net and it accidentally going to a badger. You know, the Gophers might have only lost by one to Wisconsin um, last Saturday in the first game of the WCHA faceoff. Right, for sure. I mean, yeah, looking at that game too, that was a that was definitely a good one. Um, you know, Gophers obviously lost and it was Wisconsin, one of the, one of the best teams in the country. But, uh, you know, they've kind of struggled with Wisconsin this year. I guess, you know, besides that... Um, that one little mishap there at the end. Uh, what was kind of the difference in that game for Minnesota? Uh, the difference in that game was goaltending. Um, the Gophers' defense played uh, exceptionally well. They only allowed 23 shots um, on the game, and um, Frost has been switching off goalies between Michaela Paul and Lauren Bench all season, and after Paul let in three goals, he switched it off to Bench, um, th- um, thinking she could probably jumpstart things and provide a, you know, a little bit of a defensive spark for the team, and it did not work out as planned. Right, for sure. Like you mentioned, you know, uh, we were talking about, you know, off the air too. You know, it's hard to replace a goaltender like Sidney Scobie last year. Correct. It was just as good as it gets. You know, it's uh, it's it's tough. You can't, you can't always have uh, one of the best goaltenders in the league. Right, and it's not like Bench and Paul this season have been completely bad or anything both of them have um say percentages um at right at 92 percent so um it was just a bad day um last saturday right for sure i guess you know one of the things we haven't talked about the the women's hockey team much on this podcast too i guess kind of like an overview of the season i guess how would you kind of summarize the way they played this year uh the gophers this year i think um they lost a lot of close games um, to teams um, like Ohio State and Wisconsin. And I think last year they would have won um, because probably because of the better goaltending last year by Scobie. And I feel like last year um, they had um, they had better offense. I'm uh, I think I, if I'm not mistaken, they were able to play with teams more in shootouts like Wisconsin. Uh, and Ohio State, and in some of these games, they lost zero to five at Wisconsin. They lost six to three at Wisconsin. Um, so I think they also had a little bit more of offensive firepower, which is interesting because they returned most of their offensive players back. And Abby Murphy this year, a new freshman, has been great for them on offense. So, but I think the main thing has to be 
goaltending. And it's not like their goaltending was bad, but last year, um, Sidney Scobie was really unbelievable winning WCHA goaltender of the year. And you always could trust her um, in the back of the net while the Gophers were kind of switching between Bench and Paul this year. Right, for sure. It is, yeah, it is kind of interesting when you look at teams like that. Um, you know, obviously, uh, offense, you know, so you return a lot of the same players and kind of don't see the same results, but it's a little disappointing, but everything's been kind of strange this year uh, with the COVID year, um, which has definitely been tough for, for every every school, every team. Right, and I think also um, why the Gophers might have done a little bit more poorly this year was because their schedule was harder. Um, I feel like they played Wisconsin and Ohio State. Um, they played Wisconsin and Ohio State 10 times, and they went 11-8-1, which means that that was more than half the games they were playing Wisconsin and Ohio State. So um, in their games that they played against, you know, worst teams like Minnesota State and Bemidji State, they dominated, uh, especially at Bemidji State. They outscored them 15-2 to the weekend they before they lost to Wisconsin in the WCHA final faceoff. Yeah, they closed out the regular season super strong. And, yeah, they destroyed Bemidji State. Um, and, you know, yeah, you, like we said, you know, like I said, it's kind of been this unusual year, this COVID year. Um, and part of that, too, is that the seniors can come back. So you know, this team's got quite a few seniors. Um, you know, Frost was talking about that a little bit. Uh, what do you expect from the senior class? I think he mentioned Zumwinkle probably won't be back, but looking towards next season, do you think most of them will be back um, and ready to go for, for another year? Yeah, so Zumwinkle might have a commitment with the Olympics and – if that is true, she will um, be playing with the Olympic team, as she should. But um, both defensemen, Emily Brown and Olivia Knowles, who were seniors this year, come back. Um, so that could add a lot of experience on defense. Um, also, Lauren Bench, a graduate senior, she also has another year of eligibility, so she could come back for her sixth year, um, which um, having another year of experience under her belt will be um, cool to see. And it will also be interesting – due to the fact that um, Paul would still be playing and also a goaltender that they've wanted to get some time in, Olivia King, um, would still be third string behind um, Bench and Paul. And then Taylor Wente will also be coming back, who is a um, great forward uh, that adds really um, really needed depth on their offense. So, um, yeah, four out of the five seniors will, become, um, will be likely coming back, according to Frost, and um, all those four players are – really really important for to go for success for sure yeah and it'll be interesting to see kind of what happens next year with the goaltending too like you mentioned like they kind of switched back and forth would that be something uh frost would want to do again or is he looking for somebody to kind of take the majority of the time there yeah he hasn't really mentioned anything on next year he's still you know kind of grieving um as the entire team is um about the shock of not making the tournament but um we'll have to wait and see definitely Right, for sure. And, you know, you mentioned this shock of not making the tournament. I mean, you know, watching this team all year long, was there ever a point where you thought they'd be at the outside looking in? I mean, you know, we were talking about it in our weekly meeting, and neither of us thought it was going to happen when when the when the um, uh, selection show was on Sunday. But, you know, kind of looking at them all year long, did you think that this would be where we're at? Never. I never, I never thought that the Gophers would not make the tournament. Um, it they always were in the top five in the U.S. CHO rankings. And I think one of the reasons, you know, 
outside of UMD um, that they didn't make the tournament was because maybe um, the committee thought there were too many WCHA teams um, because there were teams a lot from Hockey East that made it that I think um, that the Gophers are far better than, including Providence, who lost in their championship match, and Boston College, who bowed out early of the Hockey East to unranked UConn. Um, so um, maybe they just wanted a little bit more parity in the conferences. But, yeah, I Minnesota has always been consistently in that top five on the USCHL rankings, and um, I never once doubted that they would make the tournament. I mean, Brad Frost said it himself. He's been doing this for 21 years. Um, he never thought that this situation would happen. Right. You kind of look at that, too, like the thought of, you know, more parity. Um, and, the, you know, you look at – People kind of say that with the college football playoff and stuff too, but it's like it's still going to be dominated by SEC teams every year, and it's no non-power fives can be in there. It's like if you're doing the playoffs, you know, you'd think typically you want to see the best teams playing the best teams instead of somebody who maybe deserves to be in but, you know, didn't play good teams all year long. Yes, correct, correct. You should always, um, in my opinion, you should always you know, reward teams for playing um, in a better conference like we're talking about the March Madness right now. We should be rewarding. Most teams should be from the Big Ten and the Big 12 conference. Um, we shouldn't be wanting to have, you know, like an equal number from other conferences. College football is a little bit different because, you know, win-loss records matter more in college football. Like, you'd rather have, you know, a one-loss Ohio State in the in the field that lost their in the Big Ten championship than, you know, Georgia from the SEC who had, like, two losses in the regular season, but won their conference championship. So, Right, for sure. Um, I guess, were there, were there any more thoughts you had about the, the women's hockey team, about them not making the tournament? Uh, no, I'm just really surprised. Really surprised that Providence and Boston College made it when they really had way easier schedules than Minnesota throughout the year. And they did play uh, – Providence played actually – the exact amount of games the Gophers had, they just had one less loss and one more win. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a shock. You can't really explain it. I The committee hasn't really explained their decision either, so I'm wondering what they're going to say, um, if they say anything at all. So. Yeah, I'm curious too. It's definitely a head-scratcher. But, yeah, thank you so much for joining us to talk about the the women's hockey team here and this, um, this little bit of a shock that we've had uh, this weekend. Yeah, no problem. And uh, to go into NCAA tournament, um, I really think it's going to be Wisconsin Northeastern Championship. Northeastern um, only has one loss in the season. They went 21-1, and pretty much dominating competi- competition. And Wisconsin at 14-3-1. and um, They have two of the best goal scorers in the country in Daryl Watts and Sophie Shirley. So um, that'll be probably the likely championship match. And um, it'll be a fun game to see. But Again, disappointing result with Minnesota not making. For sure, it's going to be Wisconsin's going to be a tough team to beat for right. sure. Well, yeah, thanks again, and and uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Yeah, thank you. In other news, the Gophers women's basketball team fell to Nebraska in the first round of the Big Ten tournament. Minnesota was without its top three scorers in Jasmine Powell, Sarah Scalia, and Kati Sissoko, who were all out due to injury. The Gophers have had lots of injury difficulties this season, which was evident in the team's final two games. 
Minnesota's season is most likely over as it finished with an 8-13 record. The Gophers men's basketball team survived the first round of the Big Ten tournament with a narrow 51-46 win over Northwestern. With the win, the Gophers did advance to the second round of the tournament, but fell 79-75 to the Ohio State Buckeyes. Barring an NIT tournament appearance, the Gophers season is most likely over with a 14-15 record disappointing end after starting the season 11-4. The Gophers men's hockey team is also competing in the Big Ten tournament this week and will play Michigan on Sunday. The Gophers swept Michigan State in both series they played against the Spartans this season. And the Gophers volleyball team is finally back in action after a two-week layoff. Um, the last two series were postponed due to health and safety issues within first the Michigan program and then the Minnesota program but they're back on track to play on Friday and Saturday against Illinois at Maturi Pavilion. That's all for this week. Be sure to check our website, mndaily.com, for more coverage, and tune in again next week to get the weekly rundown on all things Gopher Sports.